Hey guys, welcome to episode four of Squatch Risk Trucking Podcast. Uh, today we're going to be talking about trucking safety and the well-being of your company. first segment let's just talk about the importance of safety when it comes to your trucking company um, so let's just talk about how vital it is um, you know long hours on the road heavy cargo uh, safety is not just a responsibility it's also a moral obligation there's people's lives at stake your driver's lives at stake um, so it protects it protects people um, and it safeguards your company's reputation and financial well-being as well uh, so we're just going to go through a few tips here on just kind of creating a culture of safety and the importance of it in your company um, okay first thing road safety should be a top priority for your trucking company uh, safety should always be the first thing when it comes to operating a truck um, you're, you're operating an 80,000 pound vehicle um, wrecks when it comes to semis are usually catastrophic it's not just you know a Honda Accord and a Honda Civic having an accident it's 80,000 pound vehicle you know squishing another car or truck or whatever it may be so the the uh, the consequences of an accident when it comes to 18 wheelers and and large semis um, is a lot different so there's a, an obligation there as a trucking company to make sure that you've hedged some things uh, you know for safety creating that culture of safety among your drivers um, as we all know the world right now is is lawsuit happy it saves your company from legal liabilities having this this safety culture um, everybody you know is lawsuit happy people will sue over anything and everything right so you just need to make sure that you protect yourself in that regard and making sure that you have some safeguards up to prevent and create a culture of safety right so uh, next thing, um, protecting lives and reputation. This is another important aspect of why safety is so important when it comes to operating your trucking company. Um, it, not, it not only preserves life, um, but it safeguards your company financially, your reputation, uh, all of those things. It safeguards all of that stuff and protects against damage and financial, large financial loss. Next thing, obviously, there's the legal and regulatory stuff that comes with owning a trucking company. You have the FMCSA, you have Highway Patrol, you have all these inspections and all of this stuff. So um, we, you know that you're he heavily regulated. So the safer you can be, um, you can kind of keep the lens off of you, right? If you have more accidents, if you have um, you know more stuff on your record, then there's a good chance that you're gonna get pulled over for inspections and all of those things. So um, non-compliance obviously can result in penalties and even the suspension of your operating authority if it's just a bunch of unsafe driving. And so so that's something else that you need to safeguard. Next on the list, driver well-being, right? So safety extends not only for your trucking company, but for the well-being of your drivers as well. Um, it's physically demanding, it's mentally demanding on them. Um, long hours on the road, a long time away from home. So if you can prioritize driver health um, and that can boost morale, then maybe they're more apt to uh, you know, buy into the, the safety culture whenever you hire drivers. If you can keep their morale up and keep them you know, in a place where they're happy, right? Uh, it's crucial for both their safety the company's safety and job satisfaction and keeping good drivers. On the list on why safety is so important is accountability 
and continuous improvement. A culture of safety requires a lot of commitment from the owner and it, it requires a commitment to continuous improvement as well. So encourage drivers to report safety concern. If they see something, uh, let, them, let them point it out to you without fear of reprisal, right? So regularly review and enhance your safety protocols, anything you can do in that way, um, your practices and, and adapt to those changing conditions that maybe your drivers are seeing while they're out on the road. Um, but just being being accountable, being bought into that culture of safety as the owner, as, as the employer, um, goes a long ways in relaying that to your drivers. Next thing is your impact on your insurance costs. Obviously, if you have more accidents, you have more losses, um, the insurance company is paying out losses, they're gonna raise your rate at renewal. We all know that, we don't like it, but it happens. Um, so safety practice, directly affects your insurance costs, right? If you have a loss, your insurance rates are gonna go up. Uh, and so the more that you can uh, be safer, um, the less amount of accidents, the less amount of money that the insurance company has to pay out, um, the less chance that there is of your renewal going up. Now, obviously we know that there are cases where your insurance renewal is going up regardless, um, but a lot of times in insurance claims, we think, well, as long as it's not a, a big claim, then it doesn't impact my insurance. But that's not necessarily the case. Frequency of claims, let's say you have five $4,000 claims, right? Um, and that would almost affect you worse than one $80,000 claim. Um, and, and the reason for that is if there's a consistency or a frequency of claims that are large, then they can say, well, these guys aren't prioritizing safety. They don't really care about creating a culture of safety. And eventually there's going to be more than just one big loss. And so that's kind of the way that they look at it. Um, so if you can keep that frequency down, claims are going to happen. Stuff's going to happen. There's going to be an accident somewhere. We all know that. But the more that you can control that and create a culture of safety and maybe lower the frequency of those claims, um, it can save your, your height at renewal and save the bottom line and, and your financial stability of your company. Next, your public perception. Um, that's another reason that as a culture of safety is, is important. Um, in an era of social media and instant communication, um, somebody can snap a video of, of your truck driving down the road with your DOT number and your, your business name on it, and they can say, wow, look at these guys. They don't know what the crap they're doing. Um, when really, if you're safety conscious, you don't have to worry about your drivers doing that, right? And so if you've hired the right drivers, you've created a, a, a culture of safety, you've, you've done all your due diligence you can, um, it can prevent some of that stuff and maybe keep you out of the limelight if you don't need to be. Guys, segment two, we're going to talk about driver training, hiring, and education. One of the cornerstones of safety is driver training. Um, ensuring that your drivers are well trained is paramount. Um, so here's some key points that we could look at and think about to maybe make it a little bit better when you're hiring drivers and evaluating drivers. One, have comprehensive training programs. Invest in thorough and ongoing training programs that cover safety procedures, defensive driving techniques and emergency response. Um, a lot of times can this, you know, these, these processes a lot of times can be hired out to a third party compliance company or something along those lines. And sometimes even your insurance agent or agency can have some programs that you can get on that will have safety training for drivers. Um, so we'll link, we'll link a couple resources in the description below about that. And uh, you know, if you're interested, you can reach out about those things. Number two, incorporate technology. Discuss how technology, you have simulators, there's telematics can aid, they can 
support driver training and safety improvement, right? Um, telematics is a very, very valuable tool when it comes to managing your fleet and your drivers. Um, it, it's a valuable tool. It, it can create a lot of insight on the data that it creates um, when you need to make educated decisions or hard decisions about um, what you need to do with your trucks or what you need to do with this driver because they've had X amount of, of violations. And then you can look at the data in telematics and say, well, no wonder they're speeding everywhere they go or they've ran four stop signs or they've had 25 heartbreaking events or something like that. Um, but it just it allows you to compile the data in one spot so you can make an educated decision about what you need to do next and how it's affecting your company. Third, mentorship and coaching. So explore the benefits of mentor mentor programs where experienced drivers can guide and mentor your newer drivers. And, and maybe you're not in that place yet. Maybe it's just you and you're looking at hiring another driver. If that's the case, ride along with them on a few drives, on a few rides, and, and you can critique and coach as that goes. But if you have more seasoned drivers that you can say, hey, I want you to ride with Dave for X amount of days until he gets past our regulatory training, right? Um, so creating some of those programs can help you you know, kind of uh, just create that culture of safety. Um, and it also gives you some insight on how effective that driver is gonna be or if they're bought in to your culture of safety as well. All right guys, our next segment, hiring the right drivers. So in this segment, we're gonna explore some critical processes of hiring um, the right drivers for your trucking company um, and ensure that your drivers are qualified and aligned with what you're trying to create for your safety culture. Number one, first thing you need to do, obviously, before anything else when you're hiring drivers, is you need to run background checks and you need to run MVRs. Um, so conducting thorough background checks on prospective drivers, it's just a huge step in hiring in the hiring process. You need to do that before you even move any further with them. You need to run a background check in an MVR because if they've had seven tickets, um, you don't want to hire them when you're trying to create a culture of safety. And I know drivers are hard to find, but it's not worth it to hire the wrong driver. It'll cost you money in the long run. Um, so some things to consider when you're looking at their background checks in your MVR. Um, obviously, look at their driving history. What's it look like? Have they had a bunch of tickets? Um, you know, bad driving behavior. If they have a clean record, then great, we can move forward. Um, it'll let you know if there's a criminal background, you know, whatever it is, if you know, and you may have different regulations or, or opinions on things, but, but you can at least look at that and make an educated decision, right? Um, you want to look at drug and alcohol history as well. Um, this is a, I've seen guys hire drivers and then they get pull, pulled over and then they get popped for uh, you know controlled substances or something like that at an inspection and the owner has no idea that that's happened. Maybe a couple weeks later or maybe even at insurance renewal, whatever it is. Um, and so it's important that you kind of look at some of those things so you can make the right decision when you're hiring these drivers. Next thing is reference checks. Um, contact the references that they get. Require a couple references from their old jobs or whatever it is, but make sure you check those. Follow up with those references as well. Um, and so it's, it's important you know, that you do that because they can lie on an application, right? But if you call the references, uh, it, it kind of gives you a little bit better insight on who they were at their previous job and maybe the opinion that the old boss had of them. 
Next, uh, let's talk about experience and qualifications. So evaluating a candidate's experience and qualification is obviously critical to ensuring they're a good fit for your trucking company. Um, you obviously want to go through their license, MVR, find out, you make sure they have the right CDL that you need, uh, make sure that they have the right endorsements for what you're trying to haul. If it's hazmat or whatever it is, make sure that they have the right endorsements. You also want to look at how many years of experience that they've had with that CDL. Um, you know, so. Another thing to look at when you're doing this is sometimes insurance companies won't write drivers with less than two years of experience. And so you kind of want to know that going in when people are applying and that'd be one of the, the prerequisite questions on an application is how many years of experience have you had your CDL, right? So, um, all right, accident and incident history. You want to obviously look at the MVR, you'll see tickets, but you won't necessarily see accidents. Um, and so you may, you may want to, these are, these are some questions that you want to ask. You want to ask if they've had any accidents. You want to ask if they've had any incidents. Uh, and so if you can, obviously if they, it depends on them being truthful, right? But you can understand some of their past experiences at their old place that they were at and uh, find out if they've had any accidents or incidents and have, the, have them explain it to you, right? And so that's another thing that you can do. Another thing is the cultural fit. Um, so you obviously want them to fit your culture. You want them to be bought into the safety mindset. Um, you want their values to be aligned with what you're trying to do. Um, and you want them to have good communication skills. So during interviews, you want to evaluate a candidate's attitude towards safety. Um, you know, ask about their approach to safety protocols, their hours of service compliance. You want to you want to ask them some questions that will allow you to see, um, you know, kind of what they think about those things so you want to make sure their values align with what your company stands for um, you know their personal values you want them to align not only with just safety culture but as a whole if you want your company you know to maybe abide by certain things or whatever your culture that you're trying to create you want the values to align with that communication skills obviously are huge effective communication is essential for safety and creating a safety culture um, you want to be able to you want them to be able to communicate clearly and follow those guidelines. Um, those are critical aspects of safe driving and teamwork and, and furthering that culture of safety whenever you're hiring drivers. The next step after you've hired a driver, you've ran all the stuff, they're, they're starting, right? And so, but you wanna have onboarding and ongoing training after you've hired them. Uh, once you've hired, the process doesn't just stop there. Um, continuous training, uh, it's essential for creating a culture of safety and making sure that your drivers are bought into it. Onboarding, you wanna implement a thorough process that includes safety training, orientation, and a clear introduction to your company's safety standards and policies and procedures. Um, ongoing training, you wanna provide that, um, you wanna provide that training to drivers. You wanna keep them updated on changes in regulations and safety technology and best practices and uh, you want to encourage them for continuous learning uh, you know what you have to make them buy into the culture of safety and that's just one of the ways that you do it is you kind of keep it in front of them right um, and then obviously we've touched on this a little bit some mentorship programs uh, you know where experienced drivers can mentor newer drivers. That is a huge thing and a good thing if, if you're able to. If you're not, then you wanna, you wanna buy some technology. You wanna create a safety program. You wanna have an outline of procedures and, and do some ride-alongs yourself. But if you're able to do a mentorship program, that can help tremendously. 
cost of hiring the wrong driver is very high. You would be better off and you'd save more money if you just let your truck set than if you hired the wrong driver. So safety is paramount um, and, and hiring the right driver is key to that. Um, and so going through that process, having a standard process of when you're trying to find a driver that will fit into what you're wanting for your culture of safety is huge. All right, next segment, let's talk a little bit about safety technologies and some tools that you can use. Um, today, there's a ton of technology and safety technology is advancing rapidly. Um, so here's some tech that you, maybe you could use and help manage uh, some of the safety aspects for your company. ELDs um, are a big one, obviously, for your hours of service compliance, making sure that drivers are, are on your ELDs and operating those correctly. Um, that can promote your, your culture of safety. Um, and then next on the list is collision avoidance systems. Some of the newer tractors will have that in them. Some of the older ones don't, and that's fine. But if you're if you're looking for a new unit, that may be something that you want to check into. Like, hey, does this, does this have a collision avoidance system? Because you may have a driver that's tired. He's been driving for a long time, and that can save his hide. Um, if something, something happens along the way. Um, next thing is telematics and GPS. So we've talked a little bit about telematics and how important that is. It gives you that raw data that you can look at and make some educated decision about a certain driver maybe that's causing you some issues with inspections or tickets or costs or fines, you know, that type of thing. Um, and then GPS, you know, obviously is same thing as telematics but there's some differences between them so being able to track your vehicles what they're doing where they're at the speed the brakes the braking all of that stuff uh and here's the deal guys that's not micromanaging that's protecting you and your company and you putting you know putting food on the table for your family and protecting that outcome uh, there's no reason for you to allow drivers or somebody that you've hired and you've given an opportunity to run the bottom line for your company that just doesn't make sense that would be silly so protect your company make sure that you're doing those things and safeguarding your financial well-being and your family's future uh, by hiring the right people and putting the right processes in place all right in our next segment let's talk a little bit about safety beyond the wheel so safety isn't just about driving right it goes beyond the driver's seat it's a holistic approach it's a culture um, it's a thing that you have to promote within your company it's a mindset right and so it's not just about driving safe it's about promoting an idea a thought process of safety every time Time that they do something for your company. Um, so what are some things maybe that you could institute to make that a mindset, right? Um, number one, maintenance procedure. If you can emphasize the importance of regular vehicle maintenance and inspections, uh, you know, whatever that may be, establish a, uh, a maintenance schedule for them. Uh, make them have a checklist that every day when they, they wake up or, you know, whatever, after, they're, after they've, you know, rolled over their hours of service, give them a checklist that they have to go through. They have to check all these things before they take off. They sign it and they date it at that time. You know, and, and that you know, and, and they can file that record in a system that you have, maybe, or fax it to you, whatever they would need to do, um, or just log it, and they have to turn it back in when they get back to the yard. Um, but establishing some of that maintenance schedule, number one, will create a little bit of pride um, in, in what they're driving in their trailer, making sure everything looks good and neat and clean, and that can go a long ways for inspections as well. But it creates a, a thought process or a culture of of pride, a culture of safety. Hey, I want to take care. Of, of this company's equipment because they take care of me, right? And that's 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 the concept behind it. You wanna you wanna make sure that your employees feel valued, you wanna make sure that they feel safe and that you care about
not what they go through on the road. Um, and the way that you do that is you institute some of this stuff and it can create a culture of safety for them and it makes them take pride in what they're driving and, and who they're hauling for and that type of stuff. Um, Next thing is compliance with the maintenance regulations. So you gotta ensure that they're actually doing it. And that goes back to that log. Make them keep a log of it, make them keep the record of it. They sign off, this is what they do. Um, then they did a walk around inspection, whatever it is, but just make sure that you have some sort of accountability for them to fill something out that you can check. Okay, driver inspections. So encourage drivers to perform pre and post trip inspections, just like we're talking about. Keep that log um, and you provide training to them on how to identify certain things things um, and report those maintenance issues. You want to have a procedure for that when you set it up. That way it's easy for them to submit it. If it's not easy for them to do, they're not going to do it. So make sure that you have a process and a standard operating procedure for them to do the maintenance inspections and check pre and post trip stuff. Um, and so one thing that you can do, you, you make them keep those records. Um, and those records are going to be crucial for demonstrating compliance during those inspections and it's gonna help you out when OHP pulls them over to a weight station, right? Um, so just creating that mindset can go a long ways in promoting a culture of safety for your trucking company. All right, so let's dive in a little bit to safety culture. What is that? How do we kind of get there? We've, we've talked a little bit about it, but I, I wanna deep dive into this, the culture aspect of creating a safety culture. Um, so number one, the, the number one thing you have to do, the leadership has to be committed. If you're the owner or you have somebody under you that's a safety manager, whatever, or if it's just you, they have to be 100% committed or you have to be 100% committed to this. Um, safety starts at the top. And if your drivers are going to buy in, you have to be bought in. Uh, and so create your processes, create your procedures, make it look polished, make it look good, make it look clean. Um, so you can do that and you're committed to it and you buy into it. Your drivers are a lot more apt to buy into it as well. Um, <clears throat> Next thing, open communication. You got to have some sort of way that they can submit stuff to you. Um, they can submit a safety concern or they can submit those reports. They can do that stuff. It has to be easy for them to do. There has to be some sort of channel there, whether it's Microsoft Teams or your phone system, whatever it is, a text message, um, text number that they can text, whatever it is, create a channel of open communication that they can say, hey, such and such happened. I just wanted to let you know, make it easy for them to report that and make it where it's not going to be a reviling every time that something does go wrong, right? Um, make it an accountability thing, but also add some praise in there that when they do submit something, they don't just get lit up. Um, and so just having that open channel of communication and a play. Now, obviously, if they're doing something stupid, you may need to rail on them. But most cases, if they're submitting something, if you can say, hey, what can we do to fix this to make sure it doesn't happen again? You correspond with them, you brainstorm with them, you let them be part of the idea. And that goes a long way. It can create that culture of safety, that mindset like, hey, he values my input. My boss values my input about what I think about what's happening in this company. And that can go such a long ways to creating a culture of safety and making sure that your drivers are committed to it. All right, next thing, safety meetings and feedback. Again, you wanna have a channel where they can submit feedback to you and say, hey, this is what I think, um, and, no, and let them know that you're taking those things in, into consideration and that you hear that. Uh, hold regular safety meetings, whether it's once a month, whether it's weekly, whatever, uh, find you some sort of software. Maybe you could do video conferences or audio. They can call in, whatever it is. Um, but just have regular safety meetings where you can discuss some best practices, some stories maybe that 
other drivers have experience, you let them give them some feedback and let them give them some time to do that, um, address any concerns, and then you'll encourage employees to provide the feedback on any safety improvements that they can see, right? Um, so you always want to keep that open channel of communication and have regular safety meetings. Uh, you know, that way they can submit stuff and make it easy for them to be heard. Next thing is an emergency response plans. So what are you gonna do in an emergency? How are you gonna respond? What are you gonna do with the truck? What are you gonna do with the cargo, with the trailer? Having some standard operating procedures that they they know what they need to do if there's a, a, a disaster or there's a wreck. Um, but here's how you can ensure that your trucking company is ready to respond to some various scenarios, whether it's an accident or whatever. So do scenario-based planning. Develop detailed emergency response plans for various scenarios, including accidents, some maybe hazmat material spills, natural disasters, and extreme weather conditions. So how are you going to respond if such happens? Create some processes for that for your drivers uh, to create and promote more of a culture of safety do training and drills on those scenarios. Train employees on some of those emergency procedures and make sure you conduct them regularly to ensure that they're familiar with how to respond effectively during those times. Um, this training should include drivers, it should include warehouse drive, office, staff, all of those people should be included um, in these scenarios. Your office people need to know how to get the message out, what to do with loads and brokerages and all that stuff. Um, and so just making sure that you have some, some uh, response prepared for your drivers to do goes a long ways. Um, but as we wrap up, guys, uh, just remember safety isn't just about going above and beyond to protect your employees. It's about safeguarding your financial future, safeguarding your company, and creating a culture of safety. I can't stress that enough. Creating that culture of safety where you know that you can trust your drivers when they're out on the road because you that's, that's their thought process, right? That's been the expectation. That's been the standard from the very beginning is a culture of safety. Uh, so guys, that's, that's all I have for you today. I hope you got something out of this. Um, if you liked the video, like, subscribe, leave us a review. Um, we'd love to hear some content ideas from you, stuff that you'd like to hear about, some interviews that you'd like to see, that type of thing. Um, but we'll link some resources in the description below about some of the stuff that we covered in this video. But guys, we appreciate you. We thank you for tuning in. And uh, please let us know if you have any feedback at all. But we'll catch you on the next episode. Thanks, guys.